This is Taylor Talk, the number one Taylor Swift podcast brought to you by taylortalk.org. Welcome everybody to the 49th annual Academy of Country Oh wait, just kidding. No, it is not the Academy of Country Music Awards here, but we are going to be talking about them this episode. Welcome, everybody, to episode 128 of Taylor Talk, the Taylor Swift podcast. My name is Adam. I'm Maya. I'm Diane. And I'm Steve. And I'm Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey. Hey, Maya. Hey. Hey, Diane. Hi. How's everyone's weekend? Or was everyone's weekend? It was pretty good. Busy. Good. Good. I just moved into a new house I'm excited about. Ooh, ooh. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Is, is that the new Taylor Talk Studios? It is the new Taylor Talk Studios. Actually, the only reason I'm really bringing this up is because I want to apologize if there's any echo right now because the house oh, is empty. That. Right when you said echo, I heard Yes, echo, when you said echo, 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 I heard someone say <laughs> echo back. Well, hopefully everybody listening forgives me for that one. We have no uh, no tele- or television, no furniture in this house. So it's like empty and just all the sounds are echoing all over the place. But that's, I don't know. It is what it is, right? We're still here recording. It's after the ACMs. We're all really tired. I think it's uh, after midnight for you guys over on the East Coast. It's 9.30 here in town. So let's get to it. Let's try and uh, cruise through this episode. Diane, if you could give us the news, please. Is that a Florida Georgia line reference? I think it was. Not deliberately. (laughs) Anyways, on to Taylor. Um, On March 31st, Taylor and her dad visited the Hasbro Children's Hospital in Rhode Island. It seems like she's been, um, she has done this a lot lately, which is just really, really sweet. Um, And then on um, April 2nd, Taylor uh, attended the workshop performance of Finding Neverland in New York City. So she's been having a good time, it seems like, just taking some time off. I didn't know Finding Neverland was going on. Uh, Apparently it is. Okay. (laughs) Alrighty, thank you for the news, Diane. Maya, calendar, please. What's coming up? Uh, well, on May 1st, uh, the first ever iHeartRadio Music Awards uh, will air live on NBC. Taylor is nominated for Fan Army and Country Song of the Year for How We Don't Care with Tim McGraw and Keith Urban. Um, so make sure you go vote for those daily um, at iHeartRadio.com awards. Awesome. Thank you for that. And since Sammy isn't here with us this week... Um, can you give us the tour update also, Maya? Surely. Um, our update for this week is that the Shanghai tickets sold out in one minute, which makes it the fastest sellout of a concert in Chinese history. Wow. That's insane. Ooh. Which is nice. crazy. Leave it to the Red Tour to break records, but not pull in a uh, blank award. Did I just spoil our conversation for a later? what award? May a have. blank award? <laughs> Taylor was nominated for a blank award? You're funny, Diane. Uh, Only not. (laughs) (laughs) So, like I said a few minutes ago, our main discussion for this episode is the ACMs. Now, before we get into the nitty-gritty with Taylor, specifically in the awards she may have won or not won, did anyone have a favorite part of the uh, award show tonight? I liked any time Luke Bryan was on stage. Uh, That was good. (laughs) I did too, but probably for a different reason than you. What about you guys? I I liked Luke Bryan. Uh... What else did I like? There wasn't a lot of things. Uh, I liked, uh, I didn't mind Lee Bryce. He, that okay. song is like so sad. And powerful. He just, yeah, it's definitely yeah. powerful. He did a great job. And I think he almost slowed that song down more because that song is slow, period, you know, and then he, mm-hmm. he yeah. even made it more emotional. 
It was great. Oh, my oh. favorite. My favorite part was actually the comedic stylings of Luke Bryan and Blake Shelton. How yeah, about the Daft Punk thing? I didn't think oh that my their God. intro was great, but after that, I thought that they got funnier as the show went on, and I appreciated it. They did, but we need Steve, to talk Steve, about we'll talk Daft about Punk. that in just a sec, but speaking to okay. Maya's point with the intro, I thought it was actually really funny. The funniest part was when they cracked a joke, if you don't like live music, go see Britney Spears down the street. That was I, d- I turned in a little late, so I missed that one. But well, that, Jamie Lynn funny. Spears, Brittany's little sister, was in the crowd, and uh, <laughs> for for those who didn't know, uh, Diane and I attended the award show as seat fillers this year, and we looked over, and like everybody surrounding her looked straight at Jamie Lynn. So awkward. <laughs> That's really uncomfortable. It was pretty bad. But then, getting back to what you said, Steve, the Daft Punk part, Luke Bryan and Blake Shelton came out in Daft Punk helmets, and they're like. Grammy whatever of the year winner is Daft Punk and I seriously was like no way I was like Why get them out of here I was <laughs> mad I was I was like you have to be kidding me and then I saw it was like wait a second they're on stage alone and they have no one to speak for them that's I was weird. so confused I was like yeah. how are they gonna present an award and then <laughs> how and did then, they talk <laughs> Luke and Blake tricked us they did when they went to take the helmets off I was like oh, we're about to see them yeah, <laughs> the big reveal. I don't know. I was so excited, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." Well, how, do, okay. how do we know? Maybe, maybe the real Daft Punk is uh, Blake Shelton and Luke Bryan. That would be know. an interesting maybe. plot. Twist. That would be hilarious. I think that's what they were trying to go for, Steve. They were trying to play that game, right? Which is kind of interesting because the country music awards of various sorts always seem to try to tie in other musicians and such. And I'm sure we'll get to some of those other ones. So I actually, I seriously, I was totally fooled because I thought I'm like, okay, it's mm-hmm, staff punk. Exactly. And we, I got punked. Yeah. <laughs> Steve got punked. Cool. So let's get into the awards themselves. Taylor was nominated for several awards, but only sort of took home one highway. Don't care. One video of the year. Yes, it did. Well-deserved, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a gorgeous video. It, it really is. Sh- so- shout out to our friend, Shane Drake. Yeah, yeah, Shane Drake of episode something or other. Um, for, Shane Drake was uh, here on Taylor Talk with us. He's the director of the Highway Don't Care video. I think it was like episode 62-ish or it something. Was, it was right after the video came out, I believe. So, yeah, like a year ago. So It was a while ago. But if anyone's curious to listen to that interview and sort of go behind the scenes of the Highway Don't Care video with the director himself, uh, go to taylortalk.org. We have a link at the top that says special guests. It's got all of our guest interviews that we've had, including him. It'll take you directly to the episode. It's definitely worth listening to. Obviously, it's just one video of the year, so that's pretty cool. Congrats to all of them involved, Tim, Keith, Taylor, and Shane. Now, here's something I'm wondering uh, about and want to get your opinions on. A lot of people online were saying this award show was... A bro fest? Is that what you're looking for? I was going to say not up to par with award shows of the past. It was uh, lacking something, Uh, but I guess if you want to say that. I think it was lacking awards. That's what it was lacking. Yeah, like I think they gave out the first award, I want to say, like an hour into the show. Yeah, it was was like, I looked at the clock. It was like Mm -hmm. (laughs) 9.15. Like, it was ridiculous. And then wasn't... Taylor was the first presenter, wasn't she? Yeah. To give out an award? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was really cool to see in person. Um, just because when uh, when 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 she wasn't actually like on the screen, you know, cuz they showed like this is, you know, we 
you know that little video thing you know what i'm talking about guys yeah like the videos where yeah, they yeah. kind of preview the song and show like a clip of the music video or something like that yeah and it was really cool to see in person because taylor would like dance to the songs because she wasn't on camera so she was just like having <laughs> fun that and then so cute yeah, taylor would adorable. do that if she was on camera that's what's it, it was just adorable i was like oh now, that's taylor dancing in the dark <laughs> nice now florida georgia line were they actually at the main stage where you guys were for to pick no. up that award or no they were actually they at were the fan jam one. right yeah they were at mandalay bay which so i believe was that Pre-recorded? That was all pre-recorded. I believe it was pre-recorded, yeah. Okay, so they already knew, like... Which was a total they... bummer, because my favorite performance of the night would have been Florida Georgia Line with Luke Bryan. But it was... Uh, we watched it on the screen instead. Big screen. I, I think it would have been cool to see Taylor give the award to Florida Georgia Line, because I know that she's big fans of them. I mean, that would be cool for her. Yeah. I wanted Love and Theft to win. I wanted her to give that award to Steven. <laughs> That would have been cute. I just wanted to see that interaction. <laughs> that would have been interesting and awkward. <laughs> hey, Steven of Hey, Steven. Right. Actually, secretly, I wanted it to be Dan and Shay because I love them. But, um, yeah. <laughs> You're like, but, um, yeah. I wanted it to be everybody for different reasons. <laughs> so what else happened this night? Um, Oh. They announced that the ACMs are going to Texas next year. They won't be in Vegas, which makes me sad because now I won't be able to go. Unless you go to Texas. No, I am not going go to, to Texas. Texas for this it's award. It's a vacation. You can get a cowboy hat there and the thing ride is, the range. Sure, Steve. I can well, totally see Adam doing that. <laughs> it was it, it was Did just interesting troll? because uh, it's going to be at Cowboy Stadium, which apparently has an official name. It's AT&T Stadium. Didn't know that. I didn't even know that. And uh, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys was there. And uh, when he was announced by Luke Bryan and Blake Shelton, the arena started booing him. How embarrassing. (gasps) It was really funny. (laughs) It was kind of funny. And then Luke, I think it was Luke at least, was all like, "Um, you guys should watch yourselves since uh, his arena is going to be hosting the ACMs next year. (laughs) Or stadium, sorry, not arena. But but he did have a good joke to follow that all up with. Yeah, what what was it? Like they wouldn't host it championship football game it, it was something like something you'll never see there is the playoff or is a playoff game yeah <laughs> so that was amusing but let, let's get to taylor herself so entertainer of the year sadly or unsadly or happily depends on your opinion went to george Strait, not to taylor was that fair and unbiased uh, unbiased no yeah not at all <laughs> not unbiased no that, definitely um, not no, I mean, like, I feel like, it. I mean, at least for me, it wasn't a huge surprise just because, you know, as most people know, he's on his whatever it's called, Cowboy Rides Away tour right now. He's retiring from music. And the last time he done. won this award was about nine months before Taylor was born. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, like, I think it's sort of, it's like an honorary thing, like. You know, I think everybody got their little voting thing. They're like, oh, God, OK, I have to vote for George Strait because like he's never going to be nominated for it again. You know, but is it fair when something like that happens, when they advertise it as a fan voted award? And there's something ironic about it, too, because when George Strait was accepting it, he said something about I have the best fans ever. And, you know, they tell me this was fan voted and, and this proves I have the best fans ever. Something like that. And it's like. Really, out of that group, you have Taylor Swift, George Strait, Miranda Lambert, uh, Luke Bryan, and Blake Shelton. Do you really yeah. think George Strait won the fan vote? I mean, well, did you guys see Grant's tweet? 
No, what did he say? Well, somebody tweeted him and was like, hey, Grant, did you vote today? And he was like, oh, he's like, well, I voted as an ACM member, so my vote actually counted. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. That is, that almost sounds a little bit snide. Like, oh, well, my vote actually A little counted. snooty. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, like, uh, kind of, but, you know, you sort of. There was also another time. That's interesting you said that, Maya, that he voted as an Academy member because I think he knew something because there was another tweet I don't remember verbatim, but Grant tweeted in response to somebody else asking something similar about, you know, I don't want to get my hopes up in case of something like last year or so- something to that yeah. effect. Yeah, his, his exact words were, I voted as an ACM member, so my vote counted. Okay. That's what he said. Yeah. And then... He said, in reaction to the end of the show, he said, ah, poop shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Always the bridesmaid, never the bride, maybe next year. Well, let's be real. That's Taylor's already true. won it a few times. So. <laughs> Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Uh, she yeah, has right. been the bride a couple <laughs> times. But um, do you know what's kind of funny and rather ironic is, now, Maya and Steve, you guys weren't here last week. Both of you uh, globe jet setters traveling all over the world. Well, we're at home recording. <laughs> but we were doing predictions for Entertainer of the Year. Sammy and Diane both predicted George Strait. I I sort of wishfully hoped for a Luke Bryant repeat, but Sammy and Diane were right. Uh, something we were all right about, though, is we unanimously said it would not be Miranda Lambert. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, I was pretty clear on my thoughts about how I'm not a fan of Miranda Lambert. Like, there's just something about her I don't like. Like, I, I know obviously a lot of people love her because she won Female Vocalist of the Year like a zillion years and in a row. And then she won what was it Record of the Year or what else? She won two awards, didn't she? I, I don't know, but that's not the she point of this story. Else. Yeah. The point of this story is where the irony comes in. Is now, like I said, Diane and I were seat fillers at this event, right? At the beginning of the show, before it actually starts, they have the seat fillers sit in that front row, like where you see Taylor and everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. and um, you basically just keep their seats warm until they get there and uh, Taylor goes walking by us and I have a like, heart attack I'm like oh my god she's so close I can see the hair on her arms which isn't creepy at all but <laughs> well the, the hair cold. on her arms was standing up in all fairness I don't know what was going through her mind but probably cold it was cold in there it was cold know. in there but anyway <laughs> so like a Tiny dress. So, yeah. so here we are sitting in these seats that uh, all the celebrities will be filling in once they get there. And who should come to bump me out of my seat but Miranda, Miranda Lambert. Lambert. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, oh, my God. She, she comes up and, uh, you know, they explains she needs that, that no, it's her seat, whatever. The person. Tell, yeah, the, the yeah it was the that... person. She didn't talk to me. But, you know, her little escort. Uh, was the one, and I'm just like thinking about it. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, if only she heard last week's episode of Taylor Talk, she would not be smiling at me right now. Nice. But you kept her seat warm. I did. I kept her seat warm. So for honorable. Her. Wow. I was still being a gentleman despite not being a fan of her music because I'm sure she's a very lovely person. She got so skinny. She did. I was thinking oh my that God. too. Like, it's she- like weird. How skinny she is. I mean, I think she looks great, but it's just crazy to think, like, last year she looked like a completely different person. No, it's just like her face is a totally different shape now. It's very strange for me. I'm sorry. When did this become Miranda talk? Sorry. It was, (laughs) was, I don't know. Every time I saw her, I was like, who is that? Yeah. 
You would have been amazed to see Taylor tonight, though. When she came walking in from the backstage area, she, like, looked like an angel. I could, well, I did, I saw all the pictures, like, I know. Like, floating in. But, no, like, even seeing her next to other celebrities, it's like she was on a whole other level. I think that has to do with her being so tall. Because she just seems like she's just, just towers above over everyone. everyone. Yeah, literally above everyone And she's else. wearing, like, five-inch heels. Mm-hmm. And she was there with her hot date. So she's six foot. Austin that makes Swift. her six foot four. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yes, her. Hot... I know her hot date. I'm just waiting for the articles. Like Taylor with a new man on her arm. The ACM <laughs> awards. The tabloids love talking about Taylor uh, and her brother apparently being her new man. I know it's so funny. Every time they're like, "Oh, is does Taylor have a new man in her life?" I'm like, "No, nope, that's it's... disgusting." Mm-mm. Yeah. It's like when the band Perry's right, like right when they started getting getting famous, and they were on a red carpet, and some interviewer asked them, asked um, Kimberly, which one of them she dated first. Oh God! Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Do your research, That's reporter. Awkward. And she was like, "Uh, so you know they're my brothers, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. There's so, no one called Taylor Taylor Smith this time. Smith. Do you remember when somebody did that? No, I think that was Nan Kelly from G- GAC that said yeah, that. Yeah, she's like, I'm here with Taylor Smith. And Taylor just started laughing like she didn't even know what to do. <laughs> it's like, she's like, hi. What it's do like, you do in a scenario like that? Oh, no. You laugh like, about it. I, I guess. I guess you just have to, huh? It was so funny. But Steve, wrapping it around, back around to the Entertainer of the Year Award, uh, I was really bummed you weren't here with us last week because you're kind of our resident uh, country history expert. And uh, like George Strait, you know, last week, I kind of argued against it because I didn't want it to happen, uh, Mm -hmm. despite Sammy and Diane predicting it would happen, that he would win. But what blew my mind was at the beginning, they said something about how he has had a number one top or not a number one, but a top 10 hit every year for 30 years straight. That's so ridiculous. that is insane. That's like dating back to before Taylor was born again, having a uh, top 10 hit every year. So Steve, I mean, what, what would you have predicted George Strait last week? Like, I kind of want some opinions from you because you know, his music better than all of us. Um, well, let me put it to you this way. I actually saw him in concert when I was in Nashville. That was part of the reason I went down to Nashville. Oh, okay, cool. So, uh, as for his music, I mean, he he has, I think, was it like 60, 61, 62 number one hits? Something like that. Mm -hmm. It's something ridiculous like that. Um, I actually didn't expect, expect him to win the Entertainer of the Year because for the CMA Awards that happened just in November... He won Entertainer of the Year for that. And they're two different organizations, the CMAs and the ACMs. So I figured that they're not going to try to copy each other because obviously if CMA got to him first and said, oh, you're the Entertainer of the Year, ACMs was going to go with a different person. That's what I thought. Obviously, I was incorrect in that judgment. Okay. So how fair is that then? for him to just be cleaning up all the Entertainer of the Year awards just because he's retiring, because he's won them before. But but retiring is an interesting thing, because if you actually read into the whole George Strait retirement thing, it's not like, oh, I'm hanging it up and not doing music anymore, kind of like 
you know, Garth Brooks did that where he said, oh, I'm done. He's mm-hmm. not going to record any new music, not going to go tour, that kind of stuff. Eventually, he did come back. But George isn't even saying that. George is pretty much saying that he is not going to tour. So he he's, could still release more music. That's And actually, that's what he's said, uh, especially after he won the CMA uh, Entertainer of the Year. It kind of made him rethink things a little bit to the point that Maybe he's going to continue releasing, you know, more music and more songs and all that. But I think kind of holding back on the touring is kind of, you know, because he is getting up in age. And, you know, it it does take a lot of effort to be able to pull off a tour, you know, night in, night out. Um, This tour that he's on right now has actually been a tour that's been going on for two years now. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. And it'll be wrapping up uh, in June. Actually, the same stadium that they're going to have the ACM Awards next year. So he actually does have good ties to Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys. So that's well, they were up on stage together at some point tonight. Mm -hmm. Either way, I demand a recount. (laughs) Well, Well, my problem with it is I just don't see it being fair. Like, I guess it's just the awards trying to make it, you know, to have someone go out on top and everything else like that, because that's that's what people really want in life to someone to be successful, go out on top and ride into the sunset. The thing is, that's not how the world works. Is he really even riding off into the sunset? I I don't know. It just yeah, I think it was more of weird. a sentimental thing. Well, in that case, Steve, let's bring it back to Taylor for a sec. Taylor seems to be in a bit of a lull in terms of awards. Like it, at award shows it used to be if she was in a category, it was like forget it, Taylor wins. Right, she always she always cleaned up and now it seems like She's there and she tries out for, you know, but she doesn't win ever. I think they just keep nominating her for views. Yeah, for ratings. Of course, that's it. They know that there's a whole chunk of people who are only watching to see her. But the question is, is when's it going to come back around? George Strait hasn't won this award since 1989, which is what, 24 years, 25 years ago now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like... Does Taylor have to wait 25 years for her next Entertainer of the Year award or what? Well, I think part of the thing with the Entertainer of the Year is if she wins another Entertainer of the Year, she will be the first female to have three Entertainer of the Year awards for the uh, ACMs. So are they just trying to... the sense that they don't want to give it to her. Wait, Steve, so do you know who has three? Like, what male performer has three? Or or are there a lot of them? Well, no, the other female performers? I believe there might have been two. I'd have to to double-check my research on that because it's it's been a while. I looked that up actually last year before she was going up when she was also up for Entertain of the Year last year. And I'm like, this would be unprecedented. I even made a a blog out on uh, Mm -hmm. Taylor Connect about it. So is the Academy just like waiting to decide like, hey, do we want to give Taylor the record? I, I would say that would be part of it. I, this this year. Mean almost. That doesn't sound nice. I mean, based off of the, the great tour that she had um, and obviously the extension of that tour to the rest of the world. I mean, it, it's going to China and everything else like that. That to me is deserving of Entertainer of the Year. George Strait's tour is not going to China. It's not going to, you know, Australia and all that other kind of stuff. So, well, I think without a doubt, Taylor should have won Entertainer of the Year if that award was true to its definition as being Entertainer of the Year, the person who entertained the most people the best way. 
for the year. But then wouldn't she just win every single year, though? Because that's the problem. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, but she can't, though. (laughs) Yeah, but then why don't other people step up their game? Why don't they put as much effort into their tours as Taylor does? I mean, why are they still? Well, no, Steve. Most of them, they're just getting up on stage with a band and having somebody program some cool laser lights and fog machines and stuff. That sounds nobody like the does straight what, show almost. Oh. <laughs> yeah, nobody does what Taylor does. No, no, but there is some people that really put their heart and soul, and they're kind of overlooked at a lot of these award shows, just like Taylor. Prime example would be Keith Urban. There, there is probably no one that is as fan friendly as he is, mm-hmm. and puts his heart and soul into the performances. He goes into the crowd and appears and all sorts of other stuff, and you know he's he's awesome. And he constantly gets overlooked at these award shows, maybe even more than Taylor does at times. I've never seen him live, so I can't comment on that. Yes, you did. You saw Keith Urban tonight. I'm t- I am meant oh, okay. in yeah, concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Whoa, there, Diane. You need to, like, <laughs> well, you need to calm his... yourself. You saw him tonight. <laughs> Sorry. How was like, his performance tonight? It was good. Okay. Okay. It was good. I don't it's know if it was on. my favorite performance of the night. I, I think favorite performance would have been Florida George Line and Luke Bryan, which wasn't actually at our venue, <laughs> right. but we saw it on the screen, and that was really cool because they had fire in the back and they had guys on bicycles doing flips and stuff. Was, oh yeah, that was pretty crazy to see all that. It yeah. was really neat, but that, that's slightly off topic. So. But, but, you know but what's anyways. kind of interesting though? It's like they did the same thing to Carrie Underwood. What gave her a bunch of awards and then I mean, just disappeared? Yeah. But yeah, she didn't really of, even have nominations tonight. No, but I I know that. And she, and what I'm saying is she won Entertainer of the Year two years in a row. And they haven't given it to her again since then. It's like they and have Taylor sort of won it to, the two years after that. And now she's not getting another one. Yet Taylor <laughs> whereas, continues to be nominated. Whereas Garth Brooks has won it six times. He has? Six times. Okay, that's overkill. Well, that might go back to your theory then, which I think you credit to uh, Hipster T. Swift, right? Is the one that said it on Twitter? Yeah, that it's just like a bro fest. It's a bro fest. It I is. mean, is uh, there's a good question. Are the ACMs biased towards males? Country has always been a bro fest, though. Mm-hmm. It's not new. Right, because like, most songs are about trucks and beer, and that's what they play on the radio. And then sometimes you have a girl like Carrie Underwood or Casey Musgraves, and like they come out but like there's really not that many popular female country artists when, when you really think about it there's not that yeah, the ones who are like legends are men mm-hmm. not necessarily there's a few yeah okay maybe there's like two and the rest of them are men <laughs> like, taylor swift <laughs> is a legend in my mind yeah but there's I'm an sim- overwhelming like, number of men yeah i the, mean the also ra- i don't know i feel like lately i've seen more and more people are jumping on this like Taylor isn't country enough thing. And I think that that's getting to the voters. Like, they feel like, oh, well, everybody says she's not country enough, so I guess she's not Mm. entertainer of the year. Well, I mean, that's possible, but, I mean, we could talk all day and don't really have the time for one of those, you know, type of discussions about Taylor's pop versus country roots. I know, I'm just saying it's relevant because it's true that what she does is not considered country by most of the people who listen to country music. Uh, no, Maybe you're you're, ab- you're absolutely right in terms of this award show. That's very possible. But what will be interesting to see is with the Billboard Awards approaching, 
how she does there because that's not a country award. Cleans up at the Billboard Awards. Well, Billboard Awards love her. We'll see if it happens. Of course, they should all love her. She brings in ratings for all the award shows she shows up at. I know, but I mean, especially the Billboard Awards were like part of the vote, like part of the whatever the criteria is based on like record sales. Like you can't argue with that. She's gonna dominate. (laughs) (laughs) Can't argue with her sales. So, does anybody else have anything else uh, on the ACMs that they want to discuss? I'm trying to think. All silence. Um, <laughs> I was underwhelmed by Lady Annabelle and Stevie Nicks. Okay, Thanks. anybody have anything Taylor they want? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had talked about how that was this... Before we started recording, we talked about how that was the same song that Taylor sang with Stevie Nicks. Yeah. That's it's true. The yeah. Grammys in 2010. Many yes, years the infamous ago. performance. The one that, uh, well, infamous performance. Every, every bad has a good thing. Taylor got and criticized and then wrote the me. Next year, so it was okay. Exactly. That's our Taylor. But if we've got nothing else on the ACMs, I say we wrap up the discussion. I think we had a good talk about the ACMs. It's, you know, there wasn't a whole lot to talk about necessarily because Taylor didn't perform. Oh! There's that. Taylor didn't perform. Yeah, she was the only one nominated for um, Entertainer the Entertainer of the Year that didn't perform. That's sad. And, and it's not that they didn't have time because oh, they threw everybody Blake in. had two songs. Miranda Luke had several. Two to- had two songs. I mean, they must have offered it to her. And, and Miranda like, had oh. two. So there's six performances right there with only three artists. And I feel like I mean, they had people perform. She doesn't perform have a single right now, so like, what would she perform? You know, she could perform "Red" like she performed at the CMAs. Yeah. <laughs> Her country song. Yeah, the country. Her song. One country song. <laughs> she should just get up and do like. A medley of like all her most country songs. Yeah, like, that would make I'm very still country happy. and just drop the <laughs> microphone and walk off stage. That would be cool, but I mean, you're right in the sense that she doesn't really have any singles she needs to promote or anything like that. Yeah, she's kind of like in the in between phase right now. Right, but at the same time, she was nominated for Entertainer of the Year, and everybody else that was performed. Yeah, it's a weird choice. I don't know why. So, it is very strange. Just something to think about. If anybody has any opinions, feel free to share them because I, I really have no idea why. I've been thinking yeah. about it, and I, I don't. I, I don't I know. If she had, that would have made the show more bearable. Right? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it would have. But now, really wrapping up our main discussion, I know I kind of tricked everybody there when I'm like, let's finish it up, and then start but it talk again. talk for five more minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, good discussion, guys. If anyone has any thoughts, like I said, please share them with us. We're going to get on to some mini segments here. If Swifties ruled the world, slash you know you're a Swiftie when... Diane, if you could please read us the first one, that would be wonderful. Okay. The first one comes from August of Swift 13, and they say, If Swifties ruled the world, Taylor would be crowned as queen, and the capital of the world would be called Kitty Town. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess sticking with the cat theme, uh, the Swift agency sent one in. If Swifties ruled the world, there would be nothing but cats on the internet. Wait a second. It's already begun. That's so cute. It's so true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, next up we have one from Lena via email. You know you're a Swifty when Taylor's Coke commercial comes on in a movie theater and you gasp so loudly that the people in front of you turn and look at you like you're crazy. It's something I would do. I'm accidentally loud sometimes. Diane's guilty. Guilty as charged. (laughs) 
All right, Red T Swift 13 emailed us, said, you know you're Swifty when your dad asks you if Taylor has ever attended the Juno Awards and is shocked when you don't know the answer. Yeah, this actually happened to me. I felt kind of ashamed of myself. Do you know if she attended that award show or not? Ah, Steve's got jokes. I don't know. Does anyone know? I know she got nominated, but I have no idea if she won. I don't know. I don't. I haven't really heard of that award show before. The Canadian <laughs> Grammys. Oh, okay. Cool. How about that? All right. The next one comes from uh, B Jade R, and they say, "You know, you're a Swifty when you make me on your Wii that looks like Taylor." So is that like a character then? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's like a character a on a Wii. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The next one comes from Twitter from Swift loves you with. The I and Swift actually is an X. And it's, uh, you know, you're a Swifty when you bake something and you add 13 seconds to the time it takes to bake. Hopefully you didn't burn it. I'm sure 13 seconds wouldn't hurt. No, 13 seconds is good. That's different than 13 minutes. And then if it's not done, you put another 13 seconds on another 13 seconds. 13 seconds for that little extra crisp. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thank you to everybody who sent those in. Please keep submitting them so we can read them on the show. And hint, hint, leave us some voicemails. Yeah, leave us voicemails. We haven't gotten one in a while. Well, we've gotten lots of voicemails, but usually they're the... uh, The kind that aren't meant for Taylor talk. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, Taylor. Anyway, thank you for sending those in, guys. Please keep them coming. Now, before we go, we have our segment, What Are Swifties Listening To?, where uh, you guys out there, listeners, suggest different songs for everybody else to listen to. This week, the song that you should all listen to is sing by ed sheeran yes um (laughs) and while we're recording it it's not out yet because it comes out on monday but if you're listening it's probably out so you should go buy it it's pretty cool you should check your local radio stations they're gonna play it sometime bug them to play it i think yeah cool ed's a good friend of taylor's as you all should know and Definitely go help support him because his music is phenomenal. Yes, it is. And when he has new music that comes out, it's probably also phenomenal. So go it, check. Yeah, there's already a little preview of it up. You can listen to it. Sweet. It's How YouTube. is it? It's good. It's phenomenal. You should. You can add it to the episode. I will then. add it. I will put the video in at the bottom for you guys to listen to slash watch. Sweet. So. It is time to get going. I know this episode was a little bit shorter than normal, but it is very late. We're recording after the ACMs on Sunday night, and we're all very tired. Thank you, Steve and Maya, for staying up till 1 a.m. to record. I know, Steve, you got work in the morning. Maya, you probably have school. I do. Yeah, well, I got work in the morning, too, and me too. getting pretty late here as well. Oh, so the things we do for Taylor. Oh, <laughs> I know. That's Taylor. <laughs> Deprivation forever. She doesn't stay up till 1 a.m. for me. Maybe she does. Maybe she stays up writing music for you to listen to later. Okay. Exactly. Okay, you got me. Uh-huh, yeah. So remember, guys, there are a ton of ways you can reach out to us if you want to participate in the show. You can email us, taylortalk at taylorswift13.org. You can tweet us, Facebook us. Taylor connect us or ask us a question on ask FM. All of those are to the username Taylor talk 13. If you want to leave us a voicemail or text message, please dial area code two, four, zero 31 Swift. That's a, 
for the U.S. and Canada or the rest of the world if you want really expensive long-distance charges, you can do that. But if you don't want those long-distance charges, you can go directly to taylortalk.org. There's a button on the side that says send voicemail, and you can leave us a voicemail there totally free. All you need is microphone on your iPhone, iPad, computer, whatever the case may be. Leave us a voicemail. But for now, for episode 128, it's time to say goodbye. This has been Adam. Maya. Diane. And Steve. Saying have a great week, guys. We'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Take care. This podcast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift.